need to prove to the world that we still got a pulse. Escape from here. You're wasting your time. Sir! We're doing this. I don't know how yet, but it's happening. Hello and welcome to Film Ireland Podcast. Um, I'm Gemma Cray and today I'll be chatting to Stephen Burke, the writer and director of Maze. Before we get into the, the, the talk of the film, I just wanted to ask you a little bit about the prep for this. So I heard there was, or I read online, there was a bumpy funding process. Yeah. How did you guys get the, the money in the end? Uh, well, the, the film board were very supportive from the start. Um, and then we had uh, the BAI and uh, Section 481. Um, and we, we had a bit of funding that fell out um, and most of us involved in the film at that stage thought that that was the end it wasn't going to happen because it was a significant chunk of, of money development hell yes yeah. and um, Jane Doolan the producer uh, she produced it along with Brendan Byrne um, she refused to give up and she said, well, no, we're making this and I'm going to get the money. And we didn't really believe her. We we just um, supported her as as she went about it. And she 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 got the replaced the money in about five weeks from when we lost it to, to when she got it back. It was pretty amazing. Pulling and, it out of the bag. Yeah. yeah. And she got it from Film Vast in Sweden. Uh, so the, atten- uh, the intention at that stage was to shoot four weeks in Sweden and five weeks in Ireland. And we were we were about 1.8, 1.9 million and we were going to do uh, build the best set that we could with that amount of money, which it, it definitely wasn't enough to build the maze prison. And then just about two, three months before we were to shoot, uh, we heard that Cork prison was closing down, the, the old prison. Uh, was going to be completely empty, and they were they had built a, a new prison right beside it. And uh, so we called them and asked, "Couldn't we film our, our movie in your empty prison?" And they they uh, they didn't know what they were going to do with the building at the time, so they were d- delighted to have us. Um, and we we w- went down hoping that what we would find in the interior would match the the maze prison. And it really did. It it, it took a, a fair amount of work to uh, get it into the right shape. But it, it had uh, two wings connected by a, a central uh, locked area. And that, that was just that is so amazing. Happy. Yeah, the, it, the, it was tr- it's three stories high and it has a, a open skylight on the ground floor. So we, when we went in, you could see all the way to the sky, three stories up. And the maze is a, is all one story, so we, we just had to block the the roof and put um, skylights in. Brilliant, God, that's so lucky. Yeah, yeah it was amazing. <gasps> yeah, and it's handy as well for summer so close. Like it's just that little bit less travel for people. Yeah, yeah. To go over then than yeah. to go to Sweden. And, and Sweden it, can be kind of dear. Sweden is dear. <laughs> yeah, we do. We still shot in Sweden. We built uh, the interior cell and uh, the warders storeroom we we shot all of those scenes in there so there's some scenes where the actors are in two countries in the same scene like they'd be walking down the corridor in cork and they'd enter the cell in sweden and and look out the cell door into cork again it's that's brilliant it's pretty seamless the the art department we had a art director in sweden and uh, our production designer in cork is on par he's a he's a native of cork and they spent a lot of time, uh, an obsessive amount of time, matching the colour yeah. of, of what they'd 
done in Cork with what they did with the set in Sweden. And we, we even brought over um, some of the materials from from the Cork set to to Sweden. The production design was gorgeous. Like It just worked so well. Everything felt really natural. Also, I love their jumpers. And yeah. there's some brilliant <laughs> moustaches as well. Like the, yeah, yeah. yeah, the 80s was a good time for... For yeah. fancy jumpers and moustaches. Yeah. yeah. We, we, there's a, a man called Lawrence McKeown who, uh, who was in The Maze himself um, and, and lots of people in the Irish film industry would know him. Uh, he run, used to run the West Belfast Film Festival and, and now he's on the board of the Belfast Film Festival. And he, from his time in The Maze, uh, there's photos on the internet uh, that they took secretly and uh, we got all the clothes from those photos, those photos of the, of the prisoners out in the yard, and it, it was, I think, uh, 82, 1982, so it was one year before. So, and we were relieved that all the long hair was gone, that we didn't have to do wigs or, or look for extras with long hair. So they, everybody had kind of normal haircuts. And uh, they, one of the photos um, is, the, is the prisoners playing football, and one of the prisoners is in full uh, 1980s Liverpool kit. <laughs> I'd say it had some crack as well getting all that together and, and yeah. getting the look for that um, yeah so with regards casting so uh, again I just want to say the performances were brilliant like yeah. they're just uh, they're just top notch actors anyway but it was just excellent chemistry there across the board yeah. um, how did you how did everyone get involved what was the casting process uh, well the, the very first person to become involved was Tom Vaughan Lawler um, obviously, was a fan of his from Love Hate, uh, it, and this isn't why we cast him, but he he bears an uncanny resemblance to the real Larry Marley. They they have quite a similar look. Um, so we we offered him the script. We did we didn't audition him. We just offered it, and uh, he really liked it. And he's that that was about over two years before we went into production. So I had to tell him a couple of times that we weren't shooting because of funding delays and he, he you know fair play he stayed on board all, all the way through that um and how does he do the accent we he had we gave him a, a videotape of the real larry marley being interviewed uh, ironically by a swedish tv camera crew uh, after his release from prison so it, he based his accent on that even though the, the and he worked with brendan gunn as well who's well-known uh, dialogue coach um, but uh, we we had to tone down the real Larry Myers accent a little bit because it was it's such a strong Belfast so subtitles <laughs> yeah yeah uh, and also we had some Belfast actors on set we had Martin McCann uh, and Paddy Buchanan so if if any of the Dublin we had a mix of Dublin and Cork actors and if, if any of them had a a problem with a word, the accent, they'd go to one of the Belfast actors and say, how do you say this? Yeah, handy. Yep. <laughs> and cheaper. <laughs> you could tell one person. Yep. Brilliant. Excellent. Uh, Tom, since we screened in Belfast last night and Tom has been complimented on his accent. So. Yeah. It, it's brilliant. It's really good. Because yep. after watching Love, Hate, I remember seeing him interviewed and I, I was surprised by how well spoken, how kind yes. of proper his accent sounds. Uh, so obviously, yeah, so he can he can definitely master that. Yep. And how did everyone else get in? Um, but we were a fan of Barry Ward. He had been in in, in our company Mammoth Films. Um, he was in a Irish uh, Italian co production that we did, La Cabadora, and he he speaks Italian in that 
he, he plays a foreign doctor uh, so he's not, he doesn't have to speak Italian perfectly but he, Italians were saying that he was the most understandable actor oh, in the movie so uh, so we, we were big fans of his um, we offered it to him and, and he accepted um, uh, his accent is terrific as well you know I think of, of all the actors he was the one who's you know he's playing a he's from Dublin he's playing a unionist prison warder in the maze and and that was really like way out of his comfort zone you know I don't think he he had any reference for that in his own life so uh, he he did a really great job yeah oh stellar as well and Martin I suppose of good choice he was so kind of big in it as well yeah he's yeah. he's looks so different now I met him in Galway and he's he's he looks like 10 years younger than what he did he, 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 I, he put on a bit of weight first is it like because he looked very kind of yeah I, I think because yeah. it was a prison movie with a, a lot of young guys they were all pumping iron <laughs> before they came down even Barry as well because he he's um he's not the most bulky uh, in up top and he he uh he he wanted to be a, a physical warder so he expanded his chest a bit for the for the role and when everyone was on board what kind of work do you do with the actors in pre-production uh i i just talked to them about their characters we did very little rehearsal we did about like a, a day's rehearsal and wow. yeah it, it was such a a, a fast shoot because you know we were doing a lot of big scenes with a with a lot of people and we we, we only had 25 days to do it so really i, I was counting on, on the fact that the guys would have come on set prepared, you know, because if if there was any problems, it was it was going to cause um, time delays for us, you know. And yeah. Luckily, they, they, they were a really professional bunch. Yeah, because there is. I was saying that there's just such a, a good chemistry between everyone in that, and it's yeah. Like I was, I was expecting. Oh, we had like weeks of rehearsal, and everyone got together, and no, I suppose they're all fantastic. Or, they're a really yeah. talented bunch, and you know I think a lot of them are going places. Uh, Aaron Monaghan is getting great reviews Brilliant. for his theatre work, and he's he's uh, in other movies now. He's in the new Jackie Chan movie, uh, and um, Tom, apart from he, Tom, was known for Love Hate and uh, and his theatre work at the time that we cast him, but now he's he's in Marvel Infinity War, so he's really on a stellar path. And Barry has a new uh, series for Sky Atlantic coming out uh, towards the end of this year, Britannia, uh, which is uh, set in the uh, Roman invasion of Britain. Brilliant. So this is like the usual suspects just before everyone takes off. Exactly. And you'd be like, oh, I remember they were on my phone. Exactly. exactly. And, and Martin McCann, he does lead roles all the time. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. What was the onset experience like? So you were saying it was between there and Sweden and 25 days? 25 days, yeah. So... Um, 20 days in in Cork. Uh, the, we had a lot of big scenes to do and a big sort of fight scenes. And uh, the, the guys really got on well together. And, and we had a fantastic bunch of Cork extras. Uh, like sometimes with professional extras, you're, you're trying to get them enthusiastic. Um, but with the Cork guys, it was the opposite. We were trying to hold them back because, you know, like the, the, there's a, a fight scene between the two groups yeah. on, on the wing and uh, they just wanted to go for it each time. And, you know, we'd like to have our lead actors in the middle there and we're trying to keep everybody safe. So um, we we had stuntmen in amongst them trying to keep everything calm uh, and... Uh, Luckily, nobody was injured in the whole film, which was 
Brilliant. A relief. Yes, I was going to say everything was very lucky. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, you, and, you did and, well. And they 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 get really angry with each other when they're going at each other and the faces of each other, they be shouting and cursing at each other. And then when we call cut, they'd all just burst out laughing. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's like, a, there was a nice atmosphere on set. Yes, safe. really good. Yeah. Really good. And we, we were based in the prison the whole time. To, like we had act, actually the whole prison site. So we, did, we didn't just have the, the wing. We had uh, the art department had its own building. We had the, the, the caterers had the kitchen equipment for the prison officers, um, meals, uh, it was it was fantastic. That's great. So it was like a little village then when yeah, you were shooting. It, it was like a mini um, film studio, to all to ourselves. God, I amazing. hope it stays open as a, as available to film. It, the other films have shot there since since we were there. Michael inside, yeah. which got great reviews out of Galway, um, and I think a couple of others have been there. I've, the last I heard, the prison service are not allowing films in because it's it's a drain on the, on their resources, yeah. but. Um, I hope that changes. Yeah, that's it. Like you always need places. Sure, wasn't it Kilmainham? Loads of things were shot there as well. Yes, and, and people use Crumlin Road the, in Belfast. Yeah. Um, Startup was shot in Crumlin Road, but but it didn't suit our purposes because it's it's Victorian. Yeah, uh, and we needed. I remember that from the tour. It's 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 very frightening when you're walking around it. Actually, that building. Yeah, yeah. And um, they so. did some of love hate there as well. I think. Oh. When when uh, Nidge is locked up. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay, so and then the shoot. So coming from a camera background as well, the aesthetic and the. Are you ever tempted to micromanage? Um, <laughs> if that's your background, you'd be like, oh, I could do that better. Uh, no, no. Well, I think every every director, you know, talks through everything with their director of photography. We had a, a great director of photography, Dave Grennan. I'd, I'd worked with him before when he was a focus puller. And this is the first time we'd worked together in this way. But um, we, we made the decision that we wanted everything handheld, and it, it was it was aesthetic decision and also a budgetary decision because I, I want because we so much big action scenes and and so many characters. I wanted two cameras the whole time. So to to put the resource the financial resources into two cameras and two camera crews. Um, we then couldn't afford tracks yeah. or dollies or um, Steadicam. So it was funny because we, we were at two million budget and we were tracking with a wheelchair and, uh, and handheld the whole time. How much would change then in the edit? Did you have to, did, did you have to cut anything, kill any darlings? Uh, yeah, it was quite a long editing process, particularly because it was a dual perspective from a prisoner's point of view and a warder's point of view that that creates structural issues because you, when you don't have a single focus um if you if you go if you keep going in different directions you can lose your audience yeah so uh, it, it, it was a similar process with the script as it was in the in the edit process that larry marley and the warder are, are separate at the start and then after after a while you we try to make them go on the same journey you know yeah. so so it, it, you know in a way it's their perspectives are linked after a certain point yeah is it hard to stay objective when you're editing it because you're so close to the source material then you're you're kind of remembering the shoots how yeah. how do you keep objective while you're sitting in the cutting room i i think it's natural 
in the first phase to edit to a point where you have the best best version, particularly as a writer-director, you edit to a point where you have the best version of the script that you wrote, yeah. which is not necessarily the end point. And then you have to look at it again and go, okay, is, is there, there more in this? Um, we did a, a test screening to a, a, just a, a random public audience, and that was very interesting because I won't say what it was, but th- th- there was something that nobody liked, or you know, it was the, the one of the questions was what's the thing you liked like least, yeah. and it was a thing that was causing me real problems in editing. And it was just a scene that was was slowing everything down. And we moved it here, and we moved it there, and we were moving it everywhere. And then the audience just wrote, "We don't like that." So I just took it. <laughs> and now looking back on it, were you like, "Oh, I did like it," or are you? It no, it was a, a great relief. I, I, I it. It stayed in because uh, we felt that it, it was essential to the story, that the story wouldn't be understood if it wasn't in, and then nobody liked it, so we we took it out, and it, it's, uh, it was a huge problem solver. What's the story with the, the music and the scoring? How did that happen? We asked Stephen Rennix. I, 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 he's done nearly everything that I've directed, um, and he really responded to the material. He, he liked it. And he he became involved uh, very early on, and he had seen it from rough cut stage. So uh, he he's quite a an artist in his own right. Yeah. So you know you you talk to Stephen about what you want, and then you you know you might get something completely different. Okay. But uh, 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 so there's a bit of back and forth there. But in the end, you know, I think he's he's been brilliant. And if money was no object whatsoever and someone gave you a blank check and said, oh, you can go back and you can do this if you want to do any reshoots, is there anything you would have changed? I, I would have loved maybe another fortnight shooting. We the, the escape scene, we did most of that in a day. Uh, it was just crazy. <laughs> um, and, the, you know, the, all the prisoners were and the warders were, they had to run and fight. And we had to, we, there was so much going on in that scene that we had to shoot it from, you know, 50, 60 angles. Um, so that they had to repeat the whole action for a whole day and they were just falling over, tired at the end of the day. And we, we all, the whole crew gave them a round of applause. But I, I would have, I think it's very good. It has great energy. And, yeah. you know, maybe the fact that we had to do it in a day gives it a, a different kind of dynamic. Part of me would like to spend a week on it, you yeah. know, but maybe it wouldn't be better. Who knows? That's it. Sometimes you can you can kind of do something to death. I, I was just uh, I had said to Stephen, and Stephen had we, we both agreed this that actually was really good. You know the way sometimes if a film is working up to a point that you know it's working up to, and then you know it's almost like a letdown. But it was really tense. I actually caught myself in the cinema realizing that I was just like really constricted and I was like biting my nails because I was so tense and I kind of laughed at myself then when I when I kind of caught myself doing that because I just was just like <laughs> like a ball of tension people, so, yeah. people were saying people who, who are close to those some of those events uh, were saying after the Belfast screening like that everybody knows we all knew sitting there that they they, they get out in the end or half of them get out but uh, the the we had edited it in such a way that uh, they were all on the edge of their seat going, are they, are they really, are they really going to get, of course, 
Yeah. It was really enjoyable, but yeah, it's very, very tense. Um, and is it is it great watching it with people now? The audience reactions and how how's that been? Yeah, it was it was really good in Galway. Um, that was my first time watching the completed film with a public audience, and uh, it it was really gratifying. You know, they, they, there's a few jokes in it, and people people were laughing at the jokes and the and some moments where you could feel the the tension yeah. uh, among the audience and you know, they're, they're excited and uh, about what's going to happen next. In Galway, there was two men there who had been on the escape and uh, one of them said that it was flawless. He thought it was flawless. He, he only had one objection that we had called it Maze, which he said was the British name for the prison and the prisoners called it Kesh and we should have called the film Kesh. So... That was that was good. That, that that was his only objection. That's not bad. Yeah, yeah, that's great. And uh, uh, it was a not an invited audience in uh, Belfast last night, so we didn't really know who was going to turn up. Uh, and it it went down really well. Got a very enthusiastic response. And a, a young guy came up to me. I'd say he was late twenties, and he said, "I'm I'm from a unionist background." Obviously, he was born after all this time. And he, he said, I, I was in two minds whether to come tonight because I didn't know what, you know how my community would be treated in this movie. And he, he said he really connected with it, really enjoyed it. And he, uh, he, he even said that he, he understood a bit more about where Larry Marley was coming from. Wow. Yeah, and he said, for me to say that, yeah. he said, you might not understand it, but for me to say that is huge. That's really powerful. Yeah. That's amazing. I yeah. suppose that's it. That's what you want your work to do is, yes. is share like a truth for people and for yeah. people really to get it. So that's amazing. And I, I will say that it it's a very fair film. You don't, like there are no good guys. There are no bad guys. You understand, like even across the board, I think it's, it's very easy kind of for people to villainize, you know, like certain characters. And yeah, yeah you really, so that's... Yeah. We it's we tried not to be and everyone. Yes, yes, absolutely. So that that's um, the approach we took. That that the two the two characters would reach a stage where they see the humanity in in, in each other, and also uh, we we tried not to be judgmental and and uh, and to be fair and to be balanced. But it it was it, this approach was not just to be fair and balanced. It it I just thought. That it would make a much more interesting film to have these different perspectives colliding and merging in the, in the film. And with the guards and the whole the, the way that the, the whole system is set up, you see how everything you know is, is the the pressure that they're under and then the the restrictions that they're facing as well. It could, it kind of it shows the systematic problems that were there in a way, yeah. without kind of leaning into it so much that it's boring or anything like that. It's just touched upon and you get a you get a good understanding of it. Yeah. It's a real high-pressure job. I think it has, a, in Northern Ireland, it had a higher suicide rate than in, in other parts. Barry, in his research, uh, he studied uh, reports on, on warders in America, in the prison system in America, and the pressures they were under. And, and it's, 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 it was even more high-pressure in Northern Ireland because uh, at the time of 1983 18 of them had been killed by republicans on the outside 
Yep, we read the Hennessy report. The, uh, the British government commissioned a, a high-level inquiry straight after the uh, escape. So the, the, the inquiry started, I think, within weeks of the escape. And the in, in inquiry um, spoke to prisoners who were willing to talk to them, and they also spoke to warders. And it's a, a lengthy report, and they generally blamed the prison staff for the escape. And so we read that, and we also read uh, what the prison staff had to say okay. about the Hennessy report, and they uh, blamed the political interference in the running of the prison uh, for the escape. So uh, we took that into account, and I think that comes across. Yeah. Like, my thing is, I would watch their dynamic all day, um, the Wardour and Larry, and would you ever think of, like, doing something... Cause and I know you have done television stuff before, something kind of more long form. Like, I know you can't, you could probably fictionalize it and change the settings. A series? Yeah. Okay. I just think it'd be really interesting. It's just this weird uh, dynamic there, and it's such a, an interesting... Well, I would definitely watch that anyway. I'd watch the pair of them all day, even <laughs> just make each other cups of tea, because just the tension is there in that yeah. that chemistry. Um, but would you be interested in doing any series or longer form versions of, of those type of stories? Uh, yeah, I'm definitely... Not when I, not the maze escape again, but yeah. um, definitely the TV at the moment. You know, TV is is king for drama, and um, in many ways, film has taken a, a is at the, on the second level, and uh, everybody's watching Game of Thrones and um, The Crown, and 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 the TV has changed so much. You know, when 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 I was uh, younger. People were attracted to film because it it had uh, better characters. You know, um, the, the TV didn't have the character development that that film did, and and now I think that's dynamic has certainly changed. So I'm, I'm interested in getting into TV again as a writer. You've I, done I, your series as well. Yeah, I, I I didn't write that. Um, uh, I, I, I have directed a series for, for TV and I did a TV movie and, and I've written as a staff writer for TV. But um, I, the, my novel, which is just out, my second novel, uh, The Reluctant Contact. We Where had can a, people buy this? They can buy it in all good bookshops. Yes. <laughs> um, it's only out a week now. Uh, we've already had a, a option offer for the TV series rights, so it's early days, Brilliant. but fingers crossed on that. Would you be tempted to do that yourself, though? Uh, I, if 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 I was asked to do it, I would definitely consider it. But uh, I like the idea of of giving it to them yeah. and letting them make it while I do other things, so I can spread myself around. Brilliant! <laughs> Get all your stories out there. Yeah. That's very interesting. Okay, well, thank you for talking to us. Pleasure. Um, it was it was a, an amazing film. Thank you very much. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you.